As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I want you each to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Desperate Spike Podcast. You like apples? Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Pops and LJ. What is going What's on, up? guys? Hey, it's all good. What's up? You've been uh, you've been doing some road tripping, haven't you? Y'all, y'all went. Y'all had to go drop off a a child, correct? We, we did. We dropped off our youngest child uh, in Nashville, Bro, Tennessee. Man. Yeah, he's living with his brother, and uh, they are very musically creative. They have a house that's with Bailey, which you know, which is hard to get around in because there's so much musical instruments in it. Um, but it's very cool, creative atmosphere. We had a great time, but it's a are, it's a are, long drive. Are we talking about the musical genius that came up with the theme for this particular show? Uh, we are talking about truth. <laughs> we talking about we moved truth. We moved truth to Nashville. That's right. <laughs> and speaking of, since we're here at the and it's at the top of the pot, I would love for people to hear this and go check out. If you want to get a little idea of. One of the other musical genius you mentioned, Jed Harrelson. You can find him, right? Spotify, Apple Spotify. Music. All of them. He's yeah. out there. You bet. And I'm here, and there's rumors. I think there's two out, two songs on Spotify right now. Yeah, I've yep. heard rumors that more are coming soon. So, uh oh, you might I heard you the might same just, rumor, Kev. So, <laughs> I, you you might just keep an eye on that Jed Harrelson name on Spotify because I think you'll dig it if you give it a listen. So, thank you, Matt. <laughs> um, All right. Before, all right, we got a lot to, we got a lot. We're actually going to talk some gaming. I know Pops is a big Fortnite guy, and we have a Fortnite oh. topic to, to bring up. So that's going to be fun. We, of course, there's some, fan. yeah, of course, there's some sports going on. We've got uh, playoff basketball is underway. I kind of want to get a little bit into dad's head there. I want to ask him a question, but I want to start with the coolest news I've seen over the weekend. And that okay. is that after 637 days, 17 surgeries and near amputation almost lost his life. Alex Smith for the Washington oh, football wow, team yes. has been activated from the PUP list and medically cleared to practice and play football. Wow. I just want to say how freaking awesome. Good for him. I, I mean, what a badass, right? Like just, oh my God, I'd give up so much faster than them. That's I mean, so back in November of 2018, Smith broke his fibula and tibia in his right leg after a gruesome sack. It was actually... The same injury, I believe, that Joe Theismann had, and Joe Theismann was in attendance there, but Joe Theismann says these injuries do not correlate at all, and Alex Smith has battled through so much. What happened, there's a really cool little, ESPN did like a Project 11, his number is 11, and it was kind of his journey back, and they detail some of his injury and what happened. So, like, he broke it. Obviously, it's just a bad injury as, as it is. Like, they were already wondering if he could play, and then it got infected really bad, and he almost, like, at one point... I was watching a little bit of this documentary and it kind of there's a, a little bit of, of, of memory. to I don't remember this, but one of the Alex Smith's mom said the doctor came out to him and said, we're in life saving mode, not leg saving mode. We're in life. It got really bad infected. There's some really 
There's some yeah. pictures. It's gross. And the fact that he is back, he battled all the way back. And I was, I was reading some of uh, his comments and he said, one, he wanted to walk again. And then he wanted to play with his kids again. And then he wanted to get back. Not even if he doesn't play ever again, he's like, I just wanted to get back and cleared because I want my kids to be able to look at me and go, whatever life throws at you, you just battle yeah. back. And yeah. I mean, what a role model. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Life gave him a shit hand on that November, whatever, November 22nd, I think, in 2018. And he battled back. I just think it's super cool that he's back on the football field. Me too. So I wanted to start off too. with that. Yeah, very cool. Very cool deal. Um, NFL is close to being back. But like I said, playoff basketball is is going strong. And if you are someone who might be like a couple of us on this podcast, you may be interested. In, I'm trying to get on some action. I'm trying to win some money now The sports is back. And... <laughs> We have a place where you can do that over at Bet Online. It is the premier place to gamble, and there's no shortage of things to get, get to gamble on right now with everything back. And even live sports, like maybe you're 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 not getting enough with the live sports. You want to gamble some more. They got simulated events. They got poker. They have all kinds of different uh, prop bets you can do. All all well, they had one about Ben Simmons making the three in the in the playoffs. Unfortunately. He's not playing in the playoffs, so I'm guessing that bet's <laughs> been null and void. Yeah. But he still probably would have ended up making the same amount of threes regardless. But here we are. Um, but betonline.ag is the place to go. And if you do it right now on your computer or mobile device, you will get a free little welcome gift. So go join over our, our buddies over at BetOnline. It's the best place to I gamble. love welcome gifts. <laughs> I, I just like gifts. Welcome gifts, goodbye gifts. Any gifts. I any love gifts. Gift. <laughs> hey, it's almost my birthday. It is. It's, it's throwing it that is out there. What a fortuitous <laughs> time for LJ to remind us of that. Huh. Yeah. If you guys are, <laughs> we're talking about gift. Well, I got a gift for you if you go to bed online. Yeah, right. you get your gift. Go get your gift, Dale. Get my welcome birthday gift. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Is that from the pod? Is that from each of you? Or who signs that card? Oh, everybody. It's from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the listeners, too. It's from all of us. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um. So I mentioned off the top, uh, Fortnite is beefing with Apple and Google, and I know Dad may be wondering what that sentence even. No, means. I, I know what that means. <laughs> I do. So Fortnite's two weeks, Thursday, isn't it? Isn't that what a Fortnite is? Two weeks. Yeah, that's exactly it. Good job, Dad. Oh, he is on. I know it game. also happens to be a game. I do know that. It it's the game, and it may be. I don't know, LJ. Is it safe to say it's the most popular game right now? Uh, it's up still, there. it's up there with Minecraft. It's up there with yeah, yeah. It's definitely like it's, a top three for sure. Wow. Rocket League's up there. Uh, Overwatch is up there. But well, on Thursday of last week, on August thirteenth, Fortnite just disappeared from the Apple Store. The way the game works, pops, you don't actually have to like. You know, back in the day, we had to go buy Blitz, and you can play Blitz, but you have to go right. to the store and buy the game. Fortnite, you don't buy. You just download it, and once you start playing it, you, there's all kinds of purchases in that. That's where they make all their money. Right. But So it was just on the App Store. You could play it on your phone. You could play it on your computer, whatever. You just don't go download it. But all of a sudden, it just appeared. It disappeared. So if users already had it downloaded to their phones, they could keep playing it on their iPhone or whatever. But if you didn't and you wanted to go, like, say right now, Dad, if you want to go download it for your phone, you're just SOL. It's just not there. Okay. And so it's the new Flappy Bird. Yeah. And so everyone wanted to know what happened with it. And come to find out, Apple actually just flat out removed it from the App Store. Then a few hours after that, it got banned on the Google Play Store. So basically, you're not downloading this thing anywhere on, on the big phones. I think Android still had some way to get it. But yeah. for the most part, a lot of big popular phones you could not download anymore. 
And then a few hours after both of those, Epic Games, which is Fortnite's creator, dropped a commercial uh, on YouTube and it called it 1980 Fortnite. So, and it was, and it was, it was basically an um, homage to Apple's commercial back in the day that was a, a kind of a 1984 style commercial. Yeah. It was like the same exact thing, except for it was an Apple talking. But let me back up to kind of tell you what, what the, the, the whole argument is. So on Fortnite, there's these things, like I said, Dad, where you make the money. They make money off these things called V-Bucks. But to get them, you have to pay real cash. I think to get a thousand V bucks, it costs like ten dollars. Okay, normal, gotcha. just cash. Mm-hmm. And then once you get your V bucks, I think you can. I'm not the biggest Fortnite player. I don't. I've actually never played. I've seen people play it, but you can buy, I think, guns. You can buy different kind of perks. You can buy armor, whatever it is. You buy a bunch Skins of stuff with your V bucks. Too. You can just buy like aesthetic changes if you want. Okay. And I've I've heard a lot of stories about parents who've lost a lot of money to kids when they yeah. didn't realize that the the credit card was on the on the Xbox or on the Apple store on the <laughs> yeah. App Store and they just rack them up buying some stuff on V Bucks. But the beef started when Epic's game changed where you get it. Usually you buy the V Bucks through Apple Store or Google Play, but Epic Games changed that and they created an in-game direct payment system that charged you seven ninety nine for those same one thousand V Bucks instead of the nine ninety nine. Okay. So really, for the users, you just collected 100% of the savings. Like It didn't do anything for Epic Games, didn't make any more money or less money. Well, they made less money on the other way around. But it was just savings for us. So we thought, if you're a player, you just think, oh, well, this is just better. I'm going to do it this way. But the reason they did that is because when you buy it through, there's a commission kind of thing, right, LJ? Yeah. When you buy it on the App Store, on the Apple, it costs 10 bucks. It only costs 8 Eight of those dollars go to... Yeah, Epic Games and two bucks go to depending on what you're. Yeah, and so that's why they got banned off of Apple because they tried to get away from this, and now they're like calling out Apple. I think I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit, but they're basically calling out Apple for being a, a monopoly. Well, so wait, time out. Apple, if I want ten dollars worth of V bucks, Apple gets a couple of bucks of that, and the game maker Epic or whatever gets eight dollars. Yeah. What's yeah. what's completely mm-hmm. unfair about that? I mean, Apple provides the platform for you to purchase this. I mean, right. when I go but to no, Walmart, so, when so I go to Albertsons, okay. So what's wrong yeah, with it? That so so you're exactly right that there's nothing wrong with it, except um, Epic found a way to charge the consumer less, right? So they okay. said you just go through us directly, and we'll pass that two dollars back to you essentially. And Apple said, "Whoa, no, 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 you don't." And they cut. Okay, it. that's what happened. Does that make sense? So then Apple kicked Epic or Fortnite off because they weren't yeah. playing the game, right? And Apple wasn't getting their cut. Right. And then Epic Games, plan- like it sounds like they knew this is how, they they were pretty sure this is how Apple and Google would respond to them having this little uh, go around to get these V-Bucks without paying the full price. And they knew, they figured they would probably shut them off. So now Epic Games is suing both Google and Apple for the removal of their game on their platforms. And I really, this is where, this is Epic Games taking a shot at Apple. And I know a lot of, I, I, I've read different things before where app developers hate how much money Apple makes off stream. And I think it's kind of a, it's a dual argument. I get what you're saying, Pops. Apple is your, the platform, like App Store is the platform. So I get them trying to get a cut. But I think where Epic is saying is they're just saying it's a monopoly where there's not a whole lot of, like everyone has iPhones. So there's no other app store they can go to. They have to be on the app store. Right. I think if if you, in theory, could have a third-party uh, app store that's available on on uh, iPhones, 
then that might alleviate some of that pressure. But Apple obviously doesn't want that because they don't want to give their competition a platform. Well, time out. You said Google quit having them too. So that right there proves there's two platforms I can go get the V. Well, yes, right. But, but you either have well, you either have an iPhone or an Android. Okay, so now a monopoly um, is two people. Is that what I'm hearing? A monopoly is two people. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I, I understand well, your your hesitation is good. Your okay. hesitation is good. Yeah. Um. And 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 I think a. In the truest form, it's not a monopoly, but you either have one of two phones. There's not a real reasonable competitor out there from those two types of phones. And then once you have, and you almost in modern society, almost need a smartphone. And then once you have said smartphone, there's only one place to spend your money on it. Um, As far as things that make that phone run better, have games, you know, like the, the things that um, that phone offers, you can only get it from said company. Now, that is not by definition a monopoly, but it is they can racketeer whatever rules that they want on that. And the developers just have to say, OK, I just uh, got to deal with it. You just got to put up and deal with it. They can't take it to, um, you know, uh, Microsoft and say, can you make a platform for apps? Because that won't be available on an Android or Apple phone. So. So I guess okay. all of this, does Epic Games have to you, Pops, does Epic Games have any like is this argument? Do you side with them at all or are, they, are you? Completely understand. Apple should make the money because they're the they've become the, the company. Well, I think the, the question obviously is is what is Apple's cut? And obviously, Epic thinks Apple's cut is too much, and mm-hmm. Apple well, disagrees. Uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I think. Well, go ahead. You tell your point. And well, then that, I mean, that's my point. I think they're arguing about the the fee. And so, if now there's Google's out there and they have a Google store, right? Well, can't Google charge eight yeah. dollars or nine dollars instead of the ten? And now it's competition, but but they both bound together. Which now that's a cartel. If if two, well that is yeah, that's closer to a cartel for sure. Or at the very least, uh, uh, some uh, well, cartel is actually probably the right word. It's yeah, a group monopoly. That is where it could the the if like say Google is like okay, well we won't charge you any commission, or we won't charge, or we'll charge very low. Now all of a sudden you can only play Fortnite on Google phones. You may see at least kids that play this game all the time. They don't want an iPhone for Christmas anymore. They want the new Android. That would be interesting. It could be. But I could still play it on an Apple phone. I'm just going to pay $10 no. where if I had a Google. If you've already no. downloaded no, it. No, I know now. I know now because Apple yeah. has said, hey, peace out. <laughs> we don't need you. Which And that then that's <laughs> the thing because it hurts Epic say. more than Apple because Apple's the bigger swinging bat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I, we could have finished your sentence, but yeah. Uh, well, so so my sort of response to like the problem between the two of them is is I think it's it's a little bit misled. Uh, imagine you've got a company and you find that if you have more of the uh, the vertical production of your product, then you can charge less than your competitors, right? Okay. Yes. Um. So Epic found a way to have more control over their product. So therefore they could charge their um, consumers less money, making their product more valuable. You spend $80, you get, you know, 20% more or whatever mm-hmm. um, through, yeah. through right. their client. So they're trying to make it better for their client in spite of Apple, then not getting a cut. They don't care about Apple. That's not their problem. And now Apple's saying, well, you should care about us. But the issue is not that they're fighting. They're saying that, Apple's taking too big of a cut from us necessarily. What they're saying is we can give a better deal and we'd rather do that. Plus, the mo- we don't have to worry about we don't want our consumers spending money on things that don't go to us is what they're saying. 
um, and they found a way to do it, shouldn't they be allowed to do that is the question. And I think so. I think let them do that. If Apple wants to charge the $10, let them keep charging. I mean, yeah, I would have been okay. I guess, and maybe this is the point y'all are getting around to. It doesn't seem like Apple and Google should have kicked them off. They just said, whatever, fine. But you're going to pay $10 for V-Bucks on my system and my platform. And if you if you got that work well, they're saying they're still saying that in if you have it on your iPhone, you then instead of buying your V-Bucks through the Apple store, you're buying it through the app itself, which has like a secure connection to um, straight to Epic Games. Yeah. So then there's no $10 option on Apple anymore. That's just no one will ever spend that because in the same device, you can spend $8 or $10. So you're going to do that. Yeah. You yeah. Can, yeah. Um, and, and, I, and so the reason I think it's you, you might want to consider that it's fair for Apple or Google to do that is why should they host for free the most popular game in the world and get nothing out of and it? And get nothing uh, from it. Yeah. Okay. So I understand why they don't want to host it on their private platform either. I get both sides. So who's right and who's wrong? I mean, I think it's fun. I like watching it, but who's right, who's wrong? <laughs> I think it almost depends on like what system of economics you buy into. Like it's it's more of a like philosophical question of like do you like free market <laughs> capitalism versus a slightly socialist capitalism or you know whatever. Like I think that's where the question sort of falls. My first, my initial thought was Epic Games is right and Apple and Google are wrong, but I don't know the more I thought about it you don't have to be on. You don't have to be on the App Store. Epic Games can take their. They can go take their game somewhere else, and now no one will be able to play it, and it won't be the most popular game. I don't see how. There's no way to me. I there's no way they win this fight, and I would say no, I still think publicity. Epic Games is probably the right. They're in the right to me, but they're they're fighting a losing battle. There's no way they win. I don't like how there are only a handful of companies that like host. Things that you absolutely uh, in a modern day need to have. Like there's only so many ISPs. There's only so many app stores. There's only one Amazon. You know, there's nothing really quite like Amazon. And so these companies having like this direct control. But over they built it. Yeah, they built. Yeah. I'm look, I'm not saying that I'm mad at the person that did it. I'm just saying I don't like it in my life. I think that's bad for my life. That's fair. Um, okay. That's fair. And I would like more competition and everything. I would like less Walmarts and more mom and pop shops. I understand that. Um, you vote with your dollar in a situation like this and Walmart's dollar goes further. Um, so like I, I'm just saying that I don't love the fact that these platforms own basically the only ways that I can do things and that I have to go through. We've talked about like Apple owning your privacy essentially and how that is a little bit scary, but yeah. what, what are you going to do? You're going to not use your stuff. Um, so so it bothers me, but also in our society, in our economic system, absolutely they should be able to take down anything they want from their app store. I mean, I think if you stop them from doing that, then they become a public entity, and that's that's a whole different set of things if if the government now owns essentially the app store. So that's my thought on it. Sounds like Epic should have went to Apple and said, hey, let's split this buck or something, because when when they took all of it, Apple had nothing to lose by kicking them off. They have nothing yeah. to lose. So but, you kind of okay, and Epic has everything well, to lose. I, but Epic also has the game on almost every major console. Has it on PC? Has it on Mac? I mean, you can play that game a million different ways. Now you just can't play it on your cell phone very easily. So yeah. hmm. they they aren't losing a terrible amount either. And most people play it on like a console or a, on, on a laptop. So so and LJ, you kind of mentioned this a little earlier, but. 
if Epic Games, they know they're probably not winning this. Yeah. So is this just publicity? So hey, we're not talking about Fortnite, and we, I might go. I might go try to. It's play got it. me more <laughs> interested. Well, yeah. Well, I, I will say the fact, yeah, that we've talked about this for I don't know what 10, 15 minutes now. Um, definitely works to them having a strategic advantage over us. Um, and also, um, it draws attention to an app store issue that people might side with them on and say, oh yeah, maybe we need to invest in third party systems or something like that. Um, it's definitely, I think it's definitely publicity. I don't think they ever expected to win. Um, but they also might rake in more money while they're waiting on their loss. You know? Uh, Yeah. I just, my favorite part about it, what really got me interested is I like the, the whole idea of the game being played between the companies. Yeah. Yeah. Like whether, like, because Epic Games, like we talked about, they they were pretty sure they were going to get kicked off. Like they already knew that was going to be Apple's response. You'd have to so expect, they, yeah. So they had the lawsuit ready to roll, and then hours later they had the commercial ready to roll out, which was, and we mentioned a little bit off the top, but it was a clear shot of Apple's famous Super Bowl, which some people call the most famous Super Bowl commercial of all time, when they did a little thing towards or an Orwellian nineteen eighty four dystopia where like everybody what it what was like. This is everyone's being kind of hypnotized by the by the TV, the big yeah, machine, the big Apple, and yeah. Apple is going to come and change that. Like the commercials, like on January, whatever, a new computer will come out, or like a Mac will come out. Yeah, and then Fortnite had the exact same commercial, just newer, but with the Fortnite character throwing throwing the hammer at the screen and everything. Yeah, but it had an Apple there because now Apple is the person that's yeah hypnotizing us. I just that's my favorite part is the big it's the big game and it's chess and we're seeing these little moves, but they've already planned out and i just like that part of it like i could watch a tv show on that part yeah yeah right right yeah. it's it's almost like watching these major companies like have these silly commercials digging at each other it's mm-hmm. almost as fun as watching nba players dig at each other in the comments on instagram i mean <laughs> it's amazing what we get to see in 2020 2020 is a weird year but there's some greatness you know <laughs> it is you aren't wrong i will and it's been a weird year with sports but Things are starting to get back to normal, LJ. And the reason I know this is because there's new reports that on a conference call with SEC football <laughs> coaches, the conversation got heated when coaches were complaining about how the two additional opponents got added to each team's I schedule. bet Sam Pittman lost his damn mind. <laughs> I just can tell the world's – we've been off our axis for most of 2020. <laughs> we're slowly getting back when all of a sudden there's a conference call between coaches and we're just arguing uh. about – well, why did I get scheduled Georgia and they got scheduled Vanderbilt? <laughs> so to, to, for anyone who doesn't know, the SEC announced a 10-game conference-only schedule last month with new cross-divisional matchups for each team. And according to the ESPN report, half of the league's coaches expressed either on the call or to ESPN privately their frustration and or anger over how the two additional games were chosen. And it basically came up to their – the, the, Coaches that got a bad deal, maybe, maybe we don't know if it was Sam Pittman, but Arkansas's two teams. <laughs> no, we know, we know <laughs> yeah. Sam Pittman got a bad deal. I hope they so. Had, yeah. I hope so. I have no faith of him if he wasn't yelling at that meeting. I'm just saying. <laughs> and and if we're looking at it, LSU picked up in their two games a home game versus Mizzou and a road game against Vandy. Oh, oh wow, that's not too Isn't bad. That lovely. Yeah. Bama picked up a home game versus Kentucky and a road game against Mizzou. Oh, oh. Georgia, the other team that may be a, a, a a championship favorite or a contender. They picked up a home game versus Arkansas may not win a single game this year and a road game against Mississippi state. Huh. So it is a veritable walk in the park. That is, I mean, good God, 
It's worth noting that LSU already had Florida scheduled and Bama versus Georgia was already scheduled as well. So they couldn't pick up those games. That is fair and worth noting. But it was just what what really intrigued me is the SEC's first year coaches, I believe, is the half of the the group that was upset because the first year coaches got screwed. As we mentioned, Arkansas, Sam Pittman in his first year at Arkansas picked up Georgia and Florida. So now they will play six teams ranked in the preseason coaches poll in Sam Pittman's first year. Might be the toughest schedule Arkansas's ever played, and I don't know what Sam Pittman has on the roster, to tell you the truth. I hope it could be good, but a win will be good for Sam Pittman this year. Uh, New Mississippi Mississippi State coach Mike Leach's team, they will now play five ranked teams, including road games that they picked up, uh, or they'll play road games at Alabama, Georgia, and LSU. First-year Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin, they will now play five ranked teams, and they picked up – who was it? They picked up Florida and – Georgia, maybe? I can't remember. But And then Eli Drinkwitz from Missouri, they added Bama and LSU, and they will now play four teams. So it just seems like the first-year coaches, it does look like Greg Sankey was like, oh, just make the – they're not going to win a championship anyway. No one cares if they win. That's fine. <laughs> but we want to make sure our Bamas and our Georgias and our LSUs are all ranked in the top three so they get into the playoffs. Because with all these conferences not playing, with the Big, uh, Big Ten and Pac-12 playing, it wouldn't be that crazy for it to be Clemson and three SEC teams – in the in the no, playoffs come yeah. playoff time, and so, so if you're the SEC, you want to make sure you have three teams close to the top four so they can at least be in the argument, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But and then it was asked, "You're sacrificing Arkansas for that?" But I think they were for sure. I don't think Greg Sanky's anyway. worried about. Them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and, right. and then so they wanted they wanted uh, these coaches wanted a little more uh, wanted more explanation on how the games were picked and the SEC yeah. basically. That's like, what I was about to bring up. SEC, I think, pretty much said no comment. Am I correct? Well, so my understanding was they were like, can you show us the formula that led to these games? Like, what what algorithm did you use to decide these games? And they were like, "Uh, no, there was no formula. There was was no formula. so I don't think they – I think they still kind of argued there was a process they went through on well, how no, they so the process game. And it has to do with like when you're play, scheduled to play this team next year or They don't want inter- or, yeah, interconference games to happen every, like twice in a row. And so that was their justification um, for like why some of these teams picked up different teams. But then you look at the schedule they have and now I think uh, Arkansas is supposed to play Georgia this year and in 2021. So then that logic completely falls apart immediately. But, yeah. Basically, what happened was, and it sounds like Greg Sankey had the same response to these coaches that he had to Real Sports when they asked him about COVID testing and how many people yeah. have been positive. He was like, "We know we had a we had a way of choosing it. We don't have to tell you how." Yeah. To do it. <laughs> yeah. So get ready to play Georgia Week One, Sam. That's that's all you need to know, really. Oh, we got him Week One. Is that right? Week One, we get to start the year. Against Georgia, well, against and we the get to end the year against Alabama, so we get oh, to start. Oh, lovely! <laughs> All right. Well, the, <laughs> the good thing is that we know that's where Arkansas does end the year. We don't have to say like, "Well, unless they make the playoffs." Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. no. They will end we the know. year against <laughs> Alabama. You're right. That will be it. We know the final game. We, we know when that will be played. For you Arkansas can schedule this year. all your parties now. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So playoff NBA playoffs is going pops. I. I one, I'm a little nervous about how my productivity is going to be because I didn't realize 
that the NBA playoffs, at least for this first round, they're going to do it like March Madness to where starting at like 1230. I know. I saw there was a game today at like 1130 or 1.30, and I was like, I got to work. I wanted to go in there and turn it on, and I couldn't. <laughs> There's literally and, – and basically the game ends. It's a lot like March Madness. A game ends, and another one tips in about oh, 10 that minutes. that sounds amazing. So it's, wow. so it's great. I'm just worried about my productivity because like March Madness, at least it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Yeah. This is about to be seven days a week. Like I don't. Well, know. and you also have prep too, right? Like you have like a few months to kind of like get ahead and work, and you know it's coming. This just happened. This is just the way it is now. I'm intrigued, pops. Something that they they mentioned, and there's no way the NBA does like a bubble situation when they don't have to. They're only doing the bubble for COVID because they're making these players stay at a hotel. But I kind of think the basketball could be really good, just because. We're taking out a lot of like I, I was. Uh, LeBron was talking about the way this year is different. He was like, the game ends, and if I want to be back in my bed, I'm back in my bed after a game. Literally thirty minutes, forty minutes afterward. It's not like yeah. press conference. Get back to your place. Maybe travel to wherever your next game is. They're always they're they're all well rested if they want to be. They have. I mean, <laughs> obviously, they, they could be up playing yeah. Fortnite. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what they're doing? But. I, I think the basketball could really be better because these guys are going to be rejuvenated. I think they'll be able to bounce back on – they won't play back-to-back days, but every other day I think they'll be able to because, like I said, they're, you're, they're all in one area. You can go get to treatment and get to bed without staying up till 3 in the morning. And I think that'll be interesting. Then I think there's going to be a lot of parity because it, I wonder – and I, actually I was going to ask you this question, Pops. With games being played at 1230 or whatever mm-hmm. – that's that's not these guys aren't used to that. like in college that might happen every now and then but for the most part these guys don't play weekday like it's usually at 7 p.m. 8 p.m. they're not do you think it matters no they're not used to playing in August anyway I mean this they're, they're playing in a bubble it, it doesn't matter I don't think it matters and and I it doesn't matter I don't think so and I would agree with you that the level of of basketball that I've been able to see I've been impressed with um and, and one guy comes to mind. I, just, I didn't know who this Karis Levert was until I mean, yeah. God, that kid can play. Well, in um, that game against that was uh, I think the NBA. Who was he playing against they Portland? Were Portland. I think that was, was probably Portland. the game against yes. Portland, where Portland had to win to get into the play-in game. So it wasn't a playoff shit, but it basically was Portland. Right. Season keeps going if they win, and they're done if they're not. And I think the NBA figured out if nothing else, they learned from this bubble, the play-in game should be a thing from now on. They should make it to where. The eight nine seed do this little playing game, and I like the way it was where Memphis was going to have to beat Portland twice, twice to get in. Right. That I, that the, that just made so many fun games. Uh, usually, at the end of the season, it's boring, and we are, we're just playing for seating and stuff, and it's not like that intense. That Portland Brooklyn game, you probably wouldn't watch that game any other reason, but now we're all watching because we kind of want to see does Dame Lillard get in. And both those teams were playing balls to the wall, and out. it was a fun. Game. It was a really great game, and. And yeah, so now uh, I'm just telling you that Lavert kid really, really impressed me. Uh, do, with do y'all think, and then, do y'all think some of the reason that the basketball is uh, so high level is because they've had time off to kind of get rested, rejuvenated, uh, less injured? I do think that has something. I to think do that's with a it. big thing. I, I think there's a lot of teams just over the course of an 82 game season, you're going to have teams get banged up, get yeah. injured, all this stuff's going to happen, and now all of a sudden these guys are basically so, they had a whole. They had a whole offseason between basically when they played last to when they're playing now. Like these guys are all back. What would you guys think about uh having like a, a month long break or a three week break between season and playoffs in 
sports generally. Like generally, I, be, I would be against that. I think why is that? But it's part. Well, because it's part of it. The like, momentum going team, into it. I think you know you lose. Yeah, that but momentum. if you can get the the best healthy team, like all the best healthy teams to to well, be rested, practice, prepared. I mean, I don't know. That to, sounds intriguing to, to your me. point. To your point, I think what the NBA is doing is I think all sports leagues should be doing it. Because obviously we're throwing out the way we used to do things. You know what? The, this is a totally different year. So we're trying everything new. Yeah. I think every sports league should be open to what what worked and what didn't work while we yeah. were mm-hmm. doing this bubble. Did, yeah. did it work to have – like maybe they could do a little bubble. Like that. I know they want to do a little midseason tournament. What if they did like a little bubble midseason tournament just for like a week or two? Yeah. You know, like that could be really cool. I, I just think, and I think the NBA is doing this. I don't know for sure on the NFL, but there's possibilities for you to now make a change going forward where a season maybe starts later or you play less games. Really, the NBA probably noticed we could play less regular season games. We don't need to play 82. There's probably money involved, but the games at the end were more fun and these guys are fresh. So maybe. Let's not have them all dead by the time we get to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You get better basketball. I don't know. I, I just think it's interesting to see, and it's really the world. It's not just sports. But I think so much is going to change post-COVID on, on how yeah. we how the world works, whether it's sports, whether it's whether we work from home more often or maybe work from home two days a week and work in office three days a week. I think there's so much is going to change in all realms of life post-COVID. Because we're just realizing we can do different things. Yeah. Well, you know, I wanted to say, and I can't take credit for this. I heard, I think, heard Bill Simmons say it, but I really do think the level of basketball is better because guys are going hard to the basket because there's not that row of photographers. When we mentioned that, I think we we, mentioned that on one. We mentioned that, okay, because I mean, it does look like guys are really playing harder on the baseline, and there's just more because you don't worry about rolling your ankle. Yes, yes. And so I, I love the level of basketball I'm seeing, and and Damon Lillard. Wow, I mean. This just in. Wait, and CJ McCullough. I mean, those guys. I think you said in the last pod they could go off for seventy in any. They're yeah. really good. They're they're yeah, really good. Is there things so? And I had a few I wanted to point to you so, so you could watch moving forward. But is there anything you're like, either a team or a player you didn't watch much or that you're excited to kind of like? Is there a storyline you're looking at besides just? Can LeBron uh, do it again? Well, or? you know, I think the the Lakers uh, Trailblazers series could be very entertaining potentially. Um, but I'm looking forward to the Oklahoma City, and uh, they're playing uh, Houston, aren't they? The Rockets. Yeah, like, that one's going to. You be got fun. Chris Paul, who formerly with the Rockets. You got Russell Westbrook with the Rockets, formerly with the Thunder. Um, yeah. James Harden, James Harden formerly, formerly with, with the Thunder. Thunder. I just think I think that, and, and I think Chris Paul, to your point, LJ, is. I mean, he's getting a little. Longer in the tooth, you know, but I think he's fresh. He's rested. He's yeah. rested. And when Chris Paul is on his game, there's not many better. He he he's really good. So I I'm really looking forward to that. And I think that's the four five, isn't it? The four five. The the so, only problem I have with that that series is uh, as of right now, Russell Westbrook's going to miss a game, maybe more, with a quad oh, injury. Oh yeah, and I think I remember you saying that, that. sucks. Yeah, that does. that sucks. Because I want to see both teams fully like playing. Because I, Chris Paul didn't just get traded. Like there was an outing where James Harden. It there. It's just rumors. I don't know. They know what's true. We don't really know what's true. But the rumors are that James Harden said, "You need to get rid of Chris Paul. I don't want to play with him anymore." Mm. And James Harden had you know the bigger swinging at the time with Houston. <laughs> he's he's the younger. He's the younger, more of their star player. If they're going to choose Chris Paul or James Harden, they're choosing Harden. So. I'm just saying, just I've been impressed the way Chris Paul's played all Me year too. because he could have mailed it in this yep. year. Because really, 
I don't think Oklahoma City had dreams of, you know, winning a championship. But all of a sudden, they're a good young team. And Chris Paul, who, Dad, you know this. I've been a huge Chris Paul fan for a long time. So, Mm -hmm. I'm just happy to see him balling. And I think he's going to want to – he would love nothing more. He knows they're not probably going to win a championship. But to send the Rockets and James Harden home, oh, he would love it. He wouldn't – but but I, I remind you, Kevin, how many gentlemen's clubs are at Disney? <laughs> <laughs> well, that that is not good, right? That's for not Dan- right for no, Houston. That's good. Houston. Oh, that, he, oh, right, 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 right. He, he plays, plays worse, worse when he goes more out. Strip clubs, yeah. Yes, yes, you're right. So probably James Harden will be playing fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't even have to worry about it. Um, Pops, what I want you to pay attention to, and I think obviously you're going to watch them because I know you love this guy's game. But the Denver Nuggets, they already played one game today. They played the Jazz. This is We're recording this on Monday. They played the Jazz in game. Yeah, that was the game at like one thirty that I was wanting to. And it was a fantastic <laughs> game. Go, yeah, it was 68-68 tied or something. I was so bad wanting to go watch it. I had to price it, gas, it to, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do your job. I had to do a damn God. job to get paid. You uh, know? It went to overtime, and let's see. Donovan Mitchell became – he now has the third most points ever scored in a playoff game in the Whoa. NBA history. He scored 57 points today. The wow. only people that have scored more is Elgin Baylor, 61. And then, I don't know, Dad, do you remember there was a game where Michael Jordan supposedly scored 63 against the the Celtics, I think? Yeah, it was against the Celtics, yeah. So, I may have watched Supposedly that that's a famous game. I, I don't know. That game. <laughs> but – it was one. It was a cool dynamic. Uh, Jamal Murray, who plays for the Nuggets, Murray after has, the game, yes. he tweeted. Well, I want to get into the game in a second, but he tweeted out afterward that him and Donovan, he, like, this is the life of the bubble. Literally, an hour after the Donovan Mitchell cooks us for fifty-seven, I have to go walk by him as we're getting food, <laughs> getting dinner. That's a weird. They, they're, they're both both teams are in the same hotel room. It's like they're likely pass each other on the elevator. It's like they're on a they're on like a fifth grade travel team tournament <laughs> yeah, or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think the Jazz really have a shot. Donovan Mitchell keeps playing this way, maybe they have a shot. But I just don't think they have enough firepower to beat the Nuggets. But the Nuggets are someone who I think I really want you to watch because one Jokic, awesome player, just fun to watch. A big man that can pass and do everything he does. Mm-hmm. If Jamal Murray is Jamal Murray was in this game one, he's a really good player. And then the X Factor, Michael Porter Jr. I don't even know if you've got to see I've him not yet. Get really. the, I've not been able to see him play, no. He got drafted like 14th. He was like the number one recruit when he was in high school. And then he went to Missouri and he had a bad back. Like I think he might have broke his spot. Like he had a weird back injury where it just wasn't getting right. And so he basically never played in college. And then got drafted like 14th overall, even though everyone knew he's like all kinds of comparisons to Kevin Durant. And in the bubble, we've seen games where he looks very Kevin Durantish. And he is the ideal player to play with Jokic. He's a big guy, like he's tall and lanky, but he's athletic. He's got good touch. He's got good hands. He cuts. He can shoot. If right. he is the stud Michael Border Jr., the Nuggets really have a shot at making some noise. If he's not, I, I don't think they have enough firepower. But they're just that team is just so fun to watch. I think you would particularly really like watching that team. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for I, I want to watch as much of the playoffs as I can, for sure. Um you know, but I'm a little just like Boston, Philly. That has nothing for me now. Because, I mean, I, Simmons is out. Embiid's – I don't know. I just – you know, Tobias Harris better step up. Um, Milwaukee. This is Embiid's chance there. to really kind of show how awesome he is, maybe, if he can like single-handedly beat them and do like one of those Shaq averages for a series where he's 30 and 20. But, yeah, I don't yeah. – with Simmons out, it's going to probably go five or six games and the Celtics win. They're just a better team, which sucks because – we talked about it before. The Sixers are those teams that disappoint us a lot, but 
they have a shot with with Simmons and Embiid. They have as good a talent as anybody. And well, now they don't. Let me get to the the really important thing about the playoffs is what night is it going to be on TNT so I can watch the halftime show because that. (laughs) Well, you, it's know, on oh, you can Thursdays. almost miss the game, but I'll miss the game. But I want to be there for halftime, you know, to watch those games. <laughs> I will. So, like, if I'm like, if I know I'm going to have to either run real quick to go, maybe I have a to-go order. I need to go. I carry on and go pick up some food real quick, or I need to step away from my TV. Whatever it is, I'll kind of look at. Usually, you're like, oh, I'll do it at halftime. Now I'm like. Oh, there's six minutes left in the second quarter. I'm going to go do it now yeah. so I can be back to watch inside. The exactly. Oh, the exactly. Show. I plan around. But it. so TNT is Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. I know for sure. I think before in the regular season, Chuck and them only did Thursdays and Friday nights when they had Friday night games. I'm thinking with playoffs, there'll be anytime there's a TNT game, those guys will be on because like you said, they're, they're the big ticket item. That's who everyone wants to, to hear from. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm trying to think. Was there anything else playoff-wise, NBA playoffs, you want to talk about before we move on? No, there's a basketball thing I kind of want to tell you real quick. Um, I, yeah. I think I think I like Shaq finally. I think I'm coming around. <laughs> I think I kind of like Shaq. You know, you, LJ, did you hear the disappointment in his voice as he said that? <laughs> I, I, think, I didn't even you know, know that you disliked Shaq. Well, That's I don't like know completely that new I, to me. I dislike Shaq. I, he disliked his game. I was very indifferent. To Shaq and okay, and his, okay. I, I, here's I don't know if this is good or bad, but what turned me is the Tony the Tiger commercial. <laughs> I love the Tony the Tiger commercial <laughs> where where he's arguing with Tony the Tiger over who likes Frosted Flakes <laughs> better and who's got the deeper voice. And I just I That's like great. I like that commercial, so I've decided I think I like Shaq now. He's still hard to understand. <laughs> he's very hard to understand, but I do like. Him. <laughs> Well, and I just love the back and forth. And we got, we finally got another moment of it the other night with him and Barkley when they start talking shit to oh, each yeah. other. Like I, they were, they were talking about something. I it think was about they were the talking, oh, it was about the it Trailblazers. About Portland having no defense, which they don't. <laughs> <laughs> and Shaq said, this is what, this is what it takes to win championships. Or he's like, offense, or he said, defense doesn't win championships. I know that's the same, but it's offense that wins championships. And Bark Bar- was like, you don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, I have rings. Do you have a finals MVP? <laughs> and then Park, and then they're back and forth. Park is like, well, let's not forget that D Wade and Kobe carried your fat ass to your rings. You didn't do anything. <laughs> and I just love their dynamic because uh, I think at the end of the day, they do like each other. But there are times when I think Shaq is really thinking about walking over there and knocking him upside the head. And Barkley the same when when he starts because they were talking about, they were talking about a game and like all of a sudden they were talking about. I remember I, when I was at the Suns, we were up by this much and all this. Like, they started arguing, yeah, like, yeah. no one cares because y'all didn't win. <laughs> well, and did you hear? And then hear- Kenny Smith's like, we're sitting here talking about the 93 playoffs. Can we talk about 2020, please? <laughs> he did, but I will give Shaq this, too. If you recall, Shaq was talking about it. He gave a little shout-out to Big Shot Rob, <laughs> who we talked about just the other day. Big Shot he Rob did. did help put some rings on Shaq's finger, no doubt. <laughs> he he did, he did. Um. And then before our my last basketball topic, I just want and it's not really a topic. I just want to mention this to you, Pops. LeBron James may be the favorite. The Lakers may be the favorite to win the championship this year. I just wanted to to throw at you some other players that just how fan, uh, fascinating is that he is still as good as he is right now. Just some other players that were drafted in the same draft class as LeBron James, who are not in Orlando right now as a favorite. Uh, we got Chris Kamen, Kirk Heinrich. T.J. Ford, um, David West, all these guys 
that have basically been retired. Luke Walton, say, who's now a coach for one yeah, of the teams. Most of those are not in the NBA anymore, you just said. Yeah. Most of them are not only not in the NBA, it feels like they retired five or six years ago. <laughs> yeah, like It feels like they've been out of the NBA forever. Yeah. And LeBron is still an MVP candidate and could win. It just doesn't make sense. Like The fact, I think my sports watching era, since I've been watching sports, to be able, and now I haven't been a fan of Tom Brady this whole time, but some of the best athletes in multiple sports have been around for so long. Like I don't think we got this very often before. Yeah. And so I, I'm just kind of appreciating the fact that somehow LeBron is still as good as he is. Now, whether he wins a championship, who knows? I don't know if he will or not. But I just thought that was, I was looking at the 2003 draft class and I couldn't believe some of the names on there because I was like, I haven't thought about that person in 10 plus years. Yeah. And here LeBron still on fire. <laughs> Do you think that Shaq practices good uh, bodily hygiene, Kevin? I mean, well, I- <laughs> they they talk a lot. They talk a lot about he has bad smelling feet, and they'll show his feet. His feet are weird looking. His feet I mean, are kind of yikes. Show- Steve, yeah. Stevie, he smells so bad. Stevie Wonder could see him coming, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I've heard. <laughs> True, that. Stevie yeah. Wonder knows when Shaq's coming around because he smells that bad. <laughs> well, regardless if he practices good hygiene, well, I would hate for it. it. It would take a lot. I don't. Maybe this battery could last long enough for him, but. <laughs> If he's if he ever is needing to trim up, let us tell you about our guys over at Manscaped. Manscaped has now released the Lawnmower 3.0, which has been beautifully designed to reduce all those painful nicks and tugs and snags. I, Shaq feels like he could be kind of a a grumpy guy at times. I can only imagine how grumpy he'd be after a few nicks and tugs and snacks. Yeah, so no he needs to get bad. the Lawnmower 3.0. And the best thing about this Lawnmower 3.0 is after 18 months of perfecting it, they now have an LED light which illuminates your grooming area and a battery that will last up to 90 minutes long. Shaq approved. Yeah. Three. Shaq approved Even battery. the surface area of Shaquille O'Neal could, could take that. So <laughs> this thing is perfect now for us normal human beings. We probably have three or four charges on that bad boy. So And let's not forget about the charging stand that allows it to last that 90 minutes. It lets you show off that your uh, lawnmower 3.0 loud and proud on the beautifully designed USB dock powered uh, convenient charging stand. And right now, if you go over to manscaped.com and put in the promo code armchair, Shaq, I hope you're listening. You put in the promo code <laughs> armchair, you will get 20% off and free shipping. I know Shaq, since he's on TV, probably as much for his commercials as he is the actual show that he's on. I don't think he needs the 20% off and free shipping, but it's there for you. All you got to do is go to Manscaped. Everybody wants it. Like we talked about, we love gifts. Here's another gift. This one's from Manscaped, courtesy of us. You just go on to Manscaped.com, put in the promo code armchair, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, and get 20% off and free shipping. Trust me. Your jewels will thank you. <laughs> wow. Um, LJ, Yo. do you – it's actually your turn. Okay, I was. I just realized I needed to come up with something like 20 minutes ago. Uh, so. Oh, he didn't come up with a name no. for the name game. I'm sorry. I was trying to think, and, and so like my gut went to like – because we just did football, and we also did – well, we do basketball first, right? So then mm-hmm. my gut went to like, okay, so what about like Lenny Kravitz? Like we could do like a Lenny Kravitz – but then I don't have any comparisons, so. Well, I mean, uh, you could do an artist. That is not, that is interesting. So, and, but to clarify, we do, whose career would you want? It's not like who would you put on your team, right? It's whose career right. would you want. Right, definitely, definitely. So, I don't know. Do we want to try Lenny Kravitz? I mean, I can try to come up with. I don't know how we would do a musician to compare well, to like. Uh, Prince. No, Lenny Prince. Kravitz you versus have, Ed Sheeran. Or, okay. Ooh. 
I would say Prince is no contest. I take Prince. Yeah, Prince, Prince is, is no contest. Easy no peasy. Contest. When you can throw up a guitar and it disappears into the ether, you win any contest. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think if we're going Lenny Kravitz, I think I would rather Lenny, Lenny Kravitz rocking out a live show. If I could be that, or I could be Ed Sheeran, Ooh. awesome voice. I love his voice, but I'd rather be Lenny Kravitz rocking it out. Like I just feel like that would be a jamming ass. Plus, you don't get sued time. by Marvin Gaye, which is pretty nice. True, which a lot of people are on that list that's been sued by Marvin Gaye's estate. But um, see, the music one's tough. I think out of those two, I'm choosing Lenny Kravitz. If we're playing Lenny Kravitz game, God, pops. I'm see choosing no, no. I'm choosing Lenny Kravitz, but it sounds like it's much closer because I really like Ed Sheeran. His, his talent is unbelievable. He can just about do anything. But I think because of what you said, Lenny Kravitz just rocks it the hell out, dude. I just yeah. I like it. He's got R and B and rock. He's got that fusion that I I really do like. His his music. So I think I take Lenny. LJ, yeah. What about you? What about, what about you? you? I guess you're uh, on the same yeah, boat. Yeah, I'm taking Lenny in this one. Uh, it just, yeah, I agree with everything else said. It's just, it's just more fun to be Lenny Kravitz. I think. Um, <laughs> it be is it? E- yeah. <laughs> is it even close? Plus Lenny Kravitz. No offense to Ed Sheeran because I, I too have not the best looking dude. But if we're if we're talking about who's a better looks, looking yeah. guy, Lenny Kravitz is better. Lenny looking. Kravitz is a good looking yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, what about like so? One is not the lead singer, but he's a, a legend. Oh, Lenny Kravitz or Paul McCartney? Is it even? Nah, close? no, no, it's not even close. No, I got one though. No. That took me a route, but no. yeah. I, but I, do are you Paul McCartney or are you the the uh, hologram of Paul McCartney? Which which one are we? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, we're not trying to get into conspiracy. Okay, we'll leave that one dead because Paul McCartney's been dead for a long time. Wait, oh my what? god! <laughs> what is he talking You've not about? Heard this? No. Have you not heard this? Is this a conspiracy theory? Yeah, it's a pretty yeah, he, pretty wide. He, he secretly died in 1966. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, next. What's next? <laughs> uh, LJ, that kind of stuff. Paul McCartney's no question, right? We would choose Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. take. I would He'd take be one of someone the legends of the music world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what about uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz or Slash? Slash is pretty awesome. Um, but if you're Lenny Kravitz, though, Slash you're had to the put up with Axel. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, an all-time rock and roll legend, uh, legend, no question. But messed around with Axl Rose for twenty years, so I take Lenny Kravitz <laughs> over Slash. I don't know if I take Lenny Kravitz over Axl Rose. Though. I bet Axl Rose had some good times. <laughs> um, he was a hell of a lead man. So yeah, I would. But I take Lenny. Lenny Kravitz or Snoop Dogg? Ooh. Huh, it'd be fun to be Snoop. It would be um, fun to be Snoop. <laughs> I just feel like Snoop enjoys his life 24-7. I don't feel like there's ever a moment where Snoop's like upset or mad. I just, it seems like it's a pretty cool to be Snoop. Uh, I think I lean Snoop. I don't know. I mean, I, Snoop's had a, a more uh, publicly difficult life, I think, though. You know, he had uh, that murder charge in like 91 or whatever. And, and you know, um, just the, the publicity of being a young Snoop Dogg, I think, would have been a little tougher than being Lenny Kravitz. Although being Snoop Dogg now is probably, I mean, that might be the best one could ask for. Right? I mean, like, that might be the best. <laughs> yeah. To be Snoop right now. I think um, I'm going to go Snoop. Snoop. I choosing? think I'm going to go Snoop. I'm choosing. I'm D-O-double-G for yeah. sure. I'm going Snoop. I'm going Snoop. I'll go Lenny just because I feel like, I feel like that. I don't know that I would have wanted to be, you know, 22 year old Snoop facing a murder charge in front of the entire world. Like that doesn't seem like a good time. I don't know. That it, end is nice. Um, um, would you be Lenny Kravitz or like Diamond Rio? I don't know. Can you compare those two? That's kind of a different comparison. But I'm not 100 percent sure yeah. who Diamond Rio is. That went right over you my know, head. You don't know Diamond Rio? Good God! 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'm choosing Lenny Kravitz, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Kevin, this one's more for you. Lenny Kravitz or Andre 3K? Andre 3000. He okay. is just a straight-up legend. Legend. <laughs> I mean, and you got um, you got Hey Ya, right? You got maybe the one of the biggest songs ever written, too, which is pretty nice. And still to this day, anytime Andre like, – he's so kind of like – you never hear from him and never see like you know, no one knows like what he's up to. And then all of a sudden, if a song ever comes out and it says featuring Andre 3000, like the whole at least rap fans all pause like yeah. simultaneously. It's like, whoa, guys, we have to at least check this out. And his, his verse, whenever he's featured on a song, always the best verses ever. And it's always got time. a weird meter. It's always got something you didn't expect to happen, which is always really cool. And he's so different. Like, you know, Lenny Kravitz is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I love him. But, you know, there's other rock stars. Yeah. There's no other Andre. Like he's just the most unique rapper I feel like out there. One what of, about Pharrell? Yeah, so I, Lenny Kravitz or Pharrell? Uh, I, okay. So my well, gut saying, you, if you're Pharrell, you don't age. Well, that's <laughs> you never true. age. You turn. You're the same age your entire life somehow. That's true. I don't. I, my gut tells me that Lenny Kravitz is a smarter man than Pharrell Williams. I don't know why I think that. But Pharrell Williams has had a lucrative career. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make you smart, though, right? Like, that's that's not a requirement to be a millionaire. That's uh, it helps, but it's not required. Um, I still the idea of being Lenny Kravitz rocking out a show. Yeah, I think it's going to Pharrell has worked with almost every great pop artist in the last 30 years. Yeah, I mean, he really might. It might not even be almost. Like he might have worked with every single great. Everyone wants to work with Pharrell, yeah. and when you do, it becomes a hit. Every time someone works with Pharrell, it becomes a hit. Yeah, Pharrell. I, I think I'm still choosing Lenny Kravitz though, just because it'd be badass to be Lenny Kravitz on stage. So, what do you think, Pops? Okay. Would you go, Pops? Uh, that I, I think I'd lean to Pharrell a little bit, but it's it's very okay. close because I really do like that's Kravitz. Close. So that's close, super close. LJ, because I know you enjoyed his older music as much as I do, and and you also just as much as I've disliked seeing his his fall. Oh no, um, <laughs> Kanye West or Lenny Kravitz? Uh, uh, uh I mean, I, I, for me, it's not that hard. I think I lean Lenny Kravitz, but because oh, you just you could not fathom yourself being Kanye West in twenty twenty. I, I genuinely do not want to be inside that mind. I mean, I it. <laughs> uh, um, that's scary. To that's me. a scary place. That yeah. is a scary place. I didn't figure that. Do you have a, a, a hard opinion? I don't have a hard opinion, but I do want to ask. This, I want to mention this artist because I have no idea how you'll feel about it. Michael Jackson. Oh, um, hmm. that well, one gets I mean, interesting with like with extracurriculars. Yeah, I, with, with like the rules of the game, like. <laughs> Well, I mean, his uh, music, his library, I think there's no question, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. If you're just ability, taking a musical career, yeah. Um, but his weirdness, uh, uh, I don't know. I think you can't you can't choose Michael Jackson because of... Yeah, I mean, I think... Allegedly what he what he did. What I think that's is the it thing allegedly is or is it... Is well, it I'm pretty sure it's allegedly um, because I don't think anything's been proven in courts. But my understanding of documentaries I haven't seen is it's pretty... Uh, uh, it's a pretty... Lacks a legend. Open and shut case, yeah. Um, and if that's the case, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's no question. Um, but you're right, just as a body of body work. work and nobody. The showmanship. I mean, and, almost. I, mean, I don't know. If, yeah, you could compare to, him to anybody, anybody he stands up. Absolutely. I mean, like yeah, even, it's, you could say, I know how Prince much you love Prince. Stars, I was yeah. say, I know how much you love Prince, Pops, but if you just put body of work side mm. by side. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's debatable, body of work. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. obviously, Prince. Now, Prince was 
<laughs> he's a little weird. I but, mean, damn. Yeah. Yeah. But uh <laughs> but not like weird weird. So Okay. <laughs> um I think that's yep. that's about all I got. I meant to and we didn't touch on it. We could either we could either put it there or just end end on this, but the whole the NBA is going to start now that they're in the playoffs. They're going to start allowing the players to have guests in the bubble. Okay. And I don't know if y'all have done any research on this like you can have family in, but the NBA will allow players guests onto the Disney campus if they have a, an established relationship with a player according to a memo sent to teams. And Woj actually like kind of detailed what this meant. And he said only family members and long-standing personal friends are allowed on the NBA campus and not quote any individual the player has not previously met in person or with whom the player has limited in-person interactions. So Manti Teo would have some and other, well, <laughs> no, no girlfriends. <laughs> in other words, it's saying all you athletes who I, – I don't know for sure this happens, but a lot of NBA players, I think, kind of uh, get in the DMs of Instagram models and, and different famous people. You can't just go holler at Instagram model and be like, hey, you want to come to the, <laughs> you wanna come to the bubble? <laughs> hey, act like you know me, year. though. Act like you know me. <laughs> But so that is what's even more interesting to me is how is this vetted? Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's vetted this? Who's like the NBA guy who's like, well, LJ, I don't see any tweets where you even mentioned her. <laughs> you didn't mention this person at all. So we're going to say no to yeah, this person. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. And you're like, no, look, I got a picture from March of last year. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. And then each player can have up to four guests per room and players will be allowed to invest one guest and a young child specifically – 32 inches or shorter to watch games in person. 32 inches or shorter? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is on the memo. <laughs> a young child that is 32 inches or be shorter. Be hell if you're 32 and a half. I guess you're just SOL. I mean, these are the kids of NBA players, right? So they're probably going to skew tall. <laughs> <laughs> it better be the young ones. It better, like, it better be like three and under or two oh, and under. <laughs> I just think, and there's, there's much talk about how awkward it could be with – some players, I mean, let's just be honest. Some players may have been, the majority probably have missed their family and they're missing their significant other. There's probably at least a few people who are like, oh, I get to go to the bubble. I get to leave for a little <laughs> while. I'm okay with it. And now, like say it was a, a it wasn't a wife or, or a husband or anything, you know, it's like, it's like someone you're just in a relationship with. Now that person's expecting an invite to the bubble. I mean, they're like, am, am I on the list? And mm -hmm. you have to make a tough decision. Mm -hmm. You have to go, well, you're not going to be in my hotel room, but you can be in one of the guest <laughs> yeah. hotels. You yeah. can get on that Ms. list. Miss James Harden, I'm sorry you can't come. Tootsie, uh, Tootsie from Atlanta, come on down. <laughs> and there's a lot of rumors that NBA players often frequent with some of the same people yeah. Uh, so they might have uh, multiple people might know the same person. And now that person shows up to the bubble, but you're like, huh, <laughs> I didn't invite you here. Uh, who, who invited you here? Who are you here if you plan it properly, think, all your side chicks can be there, right? If you like <laughs> know who's invited. I just who. think it could it could be a little awkward on, on the on the Disney campus come come to the guest show. Um, wow. Oh, Lord. When James Harden's like, oh, I didn't, I almost invited you or, or when that person's there and they're like, Oh, Hey James, you didn't invite me. Who did you invite? And you're like, well, I didn't invite anybody. <laughs> See what had happened. Was. What happened I, lost was. <laughs> I just, I just think there's, there's, I wish this was like a, 
a Jersey Shore or real world kind of reality show where we're getting the inner inner makings of some of this stuff going on in the bubble. Because I think it could be pretty hilarious. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we'll just never know. And we'll just never know. Um, I think that does it for me, unless you guys I got LJ, a, I got a thing to add. Um I I read a yeah. cool story recently. Um we started the pod talking about uh, you know, someone overcoming and like just being a, a badass and 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 hustling their way through. Um, with Alex Smith and recently, I don't know if I've co- told you guys about Tamale guy here in Chicago. Have you heard that? The uh-uh. Tamale guy? Oh, maybe. Well, I think you may have mentioned maybe. it. Well, but- for, for the listeners, at least, uh, there's this guy known as the Tamale guy up here in Chicago. And he's famous for if you're at a bar at around midnight, there's a decent chance this guy's going to show up with a cooler full of tamales and sell them for like a buck each. Um, and it is just one of the best things to see when you're, you know, eight or 10 beers back and uh, <laughs> ready for a tamale. So he's like this, like sort of like mythological creature. He's like Chicago's like underground hero. Like he just like, like tamale guy might show up tonight, you know, like, like tamale guy walks in the bar and the whole bar is like, Woo, you tamale like guy. you'll see people like following Twitter and saying like, oh, okay, so tamale guy was seen down the road. So if we like go up the road a little bit, we might catch him on the, like, he's a hero, just absolute hero. Everybody loves him. Well, recently during this COVID, um, situation he was uh he was charged with conducting a business without proper vending license um so that meant that he had to stop doing his thing and he used to sell like 250 tamales a night like he was hustling um and he had to shut down because he didn't have a license so fans of his started a gofundme in which they raised three uh, thirty thousand dollars in just four days and my dude the tamale guy is opening up a store here in chicago and uh Wow. We can go we can go to Tamale Guy. We don't have to hope he shows up on a night out anymore. I mean, I just I mean it sounds like my man was just grinding if he's just showing hustle. up bar to bar to bar to bar. Yeah. I mean, he's just hustling, yeah. you know, out here. Well, so, I think making tamales takes a little effort anyway. So. It takes some effort yeah. for sure. And and so uh and so what I would suggest to anybody that comes up to Chicago once you're allowed to travel again and the world's okay, hit up the Tamale Guy. It's that's the name of the place. Hit it up. Support this man. What a hero. It's named. The place is named the tamale. Yes, guy. it is. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chicago trip. Soon. Shout Here we go. The, <laughs> shout out the tamale. I could go for a tamale right now, yeah. actually. So. Oh, and you haven't had any of these tamales. They're like a special like um, a Waxican style or I don't know Mexico very well, but it's like a specific. Like, oh, these are the, the realest tamales I've ever had. Just saying. I've also been very drunk every time I've had one. So. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, For some reason, I've always noticed Taco Bell tastes better around. Uh, I'm saying. I don't know why, but it always tastes better. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I think that will do it for this week's mm-hmm. pod. Um, I, we, I, Dad, I, I don't, I'm really kind of nervous about my just my sleep schedule, my productivity. <laughs> I think I'm going to watch way too much basketball yeah. over the next seven days. But we'll be able to talk about it come next week. Yes, and as always, you can get our show notes over on our website at jpppod.com. Or you can just follow us over on Facebook and Twitter to see all our content. And if you haven't, go ahead and uh, find us wherever you listen to podcasts. I mean, I guess you already you found us one way because you're already hearing this one. But make sure that you rate and review us and then also subscribe so you never miss an episode. And uh, if you don't, if you don't rate us, then I kind of, I just will have to assume that you're a hater. So yeah. you don't want to be assumed to be a hater. Yeah, so no, absolutely just not. Just go ahead and, even if it's a bad rating, just go ahead and rate us. Um, that'll do it, guys. We will catch y'all next week. Peace out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>
had something clever to ask you. Which one? I, I think you know, Jay, but I can't remember that. You reminded me, you reminded me of Mamaw and Papa the other day when they were like, oh, we just watched a movie. It was really good. But I don't remember it. <laughs> we over here said, well, who was it? You were going to ask me. I said, I don't know. Uh, well, what was it about? Well, I, I don't know, but it was a good movie. I mean, it was like <laughs> everything. I don't know. Yeah. I know you are going to ask me. What? Uh, Boston, Donut, Denver. Already messed up. Have I already messed up? What was it? Boston. Well, Kevin, I, Kevin, can you do it? Um, LJ messed up. I thought he was. He was. I thought I was on, but I was pretty sure all three. Yeah, all three I mean, of those didn't were the right. right. They weren't in the right order. All three of those uh, were right. So go ahead and finish if you want. Um, it was another thing, another noun. I'm, I'm losing it. I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, if you want to give a shot. Boston shot clock. Denver. Oh, he's oh, on that. Oh. Utah. Utah. Okay. All right. Hmm. Well, maybe I have some cognitive issues. We learned yeah, something well, today. Donut. You remember the donut. You're not like Barkley. <laughs> yeah. I got person, person, woman, camera, TV. <laughs> person, woman, camera, TV. Person, woman, camera, TV.